24 hours a day, seven days a week. A new way of radio and the beginning of a new talent. Moncoradio.com, where music and minds meet. Wake up, sleepyheads. It's party time! Yeah, this is the old Noosa coming at you right here on this fine, fine Rocktober morning. It's the sweeping sensation that's sweeping the nation, and I'm going to do it to you right here, right now. Whoa! Just moved in my new house today. Moving was hard, but I got squared away. Bell started ringing and changed right loud. In a haunted house Still I made up in my mind to stay Nothing was gonna drive me away When I seen something to give me the creep Had one big eye and a two big feet I stood right still Hey, look what I found in the Monco Radio storage closet. Wow, it's a dusty box full of records. Cool! ACDC, Motley Crue, Kiss. This stuff is great. What's this one? It's heavy, like twice as heavy as the rest of them. Look, it says right here, scratched in the vinyl, Sammy Kerr. Sammy Kerr? He was big back in the 80s. My dad was a fan. I heard he was supposed to play here at Monco, but he was killed in a freaky fire or something. Let's listen to it. Kiss Army, you wanted the best. You got the best. It's Friday the 13th. We're headed up to Halloween. The Kiss Cruise is coming up. There's so much going on. And of course, you are dialed into us in the Kiss Room, live here on Mako Radio, where music and minds meet. I have in the room with me Bobby Dre. Let me bring up some mics here. Wait, look at that. Boom. There we go. Hey, ah, we got some creepy music going on in the background. We got Fran Galanti. We got Victor Cardone. Nice. And Jerry Lee Watkins. Now, those of you, those of you that were tuned in earlier, you heard Revolution Radio. They're a great band. That was fantastic on Harem. We had a good time celebrating the third, the kickoff for the third, third season. How about it? How about it? And exclusive too. Exclusive. Now, because it's Halloween, what we're going to do is we're going to actually we're going to ring the doorbell. We're going to see who's there, and we're going to see who's at the door right now. Who is that at the door? Man. Hey guys, what's up? <laughs> Who 
is that at the door? Oh. What's that? What costume do you have on? It's Super Fan Andy. How are you? Hey, hey, how's you guys going, man? It's wicked awesome to be back. <laughs> so now, look, obviously what I just said was that we're going to have um, the, the Kiss Cruises coming up, Halloween's coming up, but I know you have a lot to talk about. Everybody that follows you on Facebook knows you have the gathering, you have a, the huge Kiss Cruise pre-party. Tell us all about it. Yeah, for, uh, this is for anybody. You don't even have to go on the cruise. So, But first, let me give you a shout-out to my girlfriend who's got to deal with me when I do all this stuff. She, she is a huge KISS fan, but, you know, this stuff does dip into your personal life at times. And, you know, there's always bumps and things like that. So I'm going to give her a shout-out right now. I love you. And uh, we're going to have fun one way or the other. We, we have fun. She's just like sometimes, you know, it, as you know, when you do things, you, get, you, you know, it, it goes through your life because, you know, how I am and, as soon as I step on the cru- off the cruise, like last year, I already started on this year's stuff. So it's it's ba- basically been almost a year in the making. So it does. This is so I understand people do expos and stuff like that. So I, I get it. <laughs> well, you know it's Halloween, right? So are you dressed in your Ace Fraley elder costume yeah. right now? No, actually, I'm hanging out with my uh, friend uh, Jason Boys. It's Friday the thirteenth, and uh, <laughs> you know if you. Uh, Look at my Facebook page. You know, you, you, I got him. He's hanging around with me, so we're going to hang around to, tonight and today. So, yeah, he's, he's around. <laughs> so tell us, obviously Halloween's coming up, but obviously the cruise coming up is big. Give us the scoop. I know you always, every time we talk to you, you have new news about the gathering. Give us all the details for anybody out there that's not aware. Yeah. So uh, I want to say it's not just for cruises. It's for anybody, any Kiss fan around the world or if you're in the area or whatever. You know, there's people from all over the world coming in. You, even you, like I said, you, you, any Kiss fan, if you if you wanted to fly down for the weekend and hang out, meet new people, and all that stuff, this is what it's all about. It's just getting people together. Personally, that's what it is. And uh, I'll make this. I'm going to make this very clear. I do not make a dime. And, uh, and Joe D'Angelo, that's helping me, is he does not make a dime off this. Basically, the ten bucks is basically to pay the bar. You know, they have to you know open the bar. They have to pay everybody else. So I'm making that very clear to start out with. So, And uh, also, we've gone through this a bunch of times. You have to be 18 and up. It's at a bar. There's nothing we can do about it. It's the law in New Orleans. I know people are like, oh, I'm in Miami. Well, it ain't Miami. It's New Orleans. It's the law. There's nothing we can do about it. So I'm going to be nipping that in the butt about a thousand times. Well, so take so a anyway, step back. Take a step back and tell anybody that doesn't listen, what is it and where is it? Give us all those details for somebody who maybe they're hearing about this for the first time here in the Kiss Room. Yeah, they can uh, check if they really want to get, the, you know, we keep, the thing is, too, is we keep updating and updating and updating, you know, because some things happen at the last second or last minute or, you know, as you know, that sometimes we get new news and then we have to wait and then we, do, you know, like today, you know, when Joe, as you know, that Joe and I can't get on at the same time, so Joe's going to come on after me and he's going to drop some brand new news uh for the gathering and uh, talk about something else after. But uh, actually, if most people, if people want to check it out, uh, you should go to the Facebook page. That's basically the event page to check it out is uh, the Gathering 2 or II Kiss Crew 7 at the Howlin' Wolf. And that's probably the best link to see everything. And I'll tell you right now, anybody, don't listen to anybody else. You know, listen to, either contact me personally or Joe personally or go to the event page and ask questions there because that's the real deal. Don't listen to anybody else. So anyways, uh, it's $10 to get in, and um, you can get the tickets at www.ticketweb.com, and you can punch in uh, Love Gun, uh, Best Tribute Band, uh, New Orleans, and it'll come up, and you can get in. And, uh, the, and if you want tickets at the door, if they're still available, uh, they're $15. So uh, 
I would get you tickets in advance for 10 bucks, man. After we tell you what's going on and everything, and Joe's going to break some more news, you know, a little bit after after I get off. This, this, you know, for 10 bucks is no, this is off the hook. I mean, <laughs> and also, too, when you buy your ticket, your ticket might say 7 o'clock because originally I only thought I had Love Gun playing when I started this, and this has just turned into humongous. You know, this is way over the expectation. So this is really, really cool. So, so now I'll just I, I'll go through the list. First of all, we have, um, and actually, just uh, this just happened. So I got, uh, oh my god, I get I got to get my my little list here. Uh, we're gonna have uh, Tom Feely, the director of committee, to induct Bill O'Coin to the Hall of Fame. He just uh, joined on to us. He's gonna be down there. And uh, for anybody who doesn't know. All right, you may like the Hall of Fame or you might not like the Hall of Fame. I, I personally, I was against the Hall of Fame, but you know, now that the original four are in, Bill O'Coin should be in the Hall of Fame. Without Bill O'Coin, they don't get nowhere off the ground, point blank. So w- when you're there, go up to Tom Feely and sign the petition to get Bill O'Coin in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Without a doubt, he should be in. End of story. So please go see him out there. So you can just sign up. He doesn't cost you anything, anything like that. So it's all good. Please sign up. Well, and you know, okay? anybody that's listening, if you go to a coin globe, and if you don't know how to spell a coin, look at every kiss record and poster you have from the seventies. It's, you know, obviously go to that website. You can sign the petition there. Like I always think, look, I got over 7,000 people in my kiss room, Facebook group alone. There should be at least 7,000 signatures on that, on that petition because everybody should go. All you got to do is click it. Put your name on it. I mean, really, just to get those numbers up. I mean, obviously, what they're doing is great. Anybody that's a Kiss fan certainly owes Bill a coin. Why not just put your name on that petition? So I love that you have that coming out as part of your party because, obviously, it's something that's important. Yeah, and it's uh, www.aucoinglobe.com. So that's that's how you can get and uh, please, if you never sign it or you get people to sign, even if you sign online, but if you haven't signed online, come down, say hi to Tom, and please sign the petition. That's the one thing when you walk in the door. So, But like I said, the tickets, even though if your tickets at 7 o'clock, the doors actually technically open at 6, and there's already, as of, as of this morning, there are almost there's 375 tickets pre-sold. Wow. So, and it's open nice. to the public, and it's New Orleans, so it's going to get packed. So we're telling people, I would, I'm serious. I come early, line up because uh, we got. Uh, I'll talk about that. We got we got things going on. But anyways, I'll just keep moving on because I know we only get so much time. We also have uh, Mr. DJ Noise, who's done some last living in sin parties, and you might have seen him on the cruise. And uh, he's going to be doing his, you know, doing his thing. It's just not like oh, he plays some DJ songs. You know, what I mean, he mixes it up real crazy. And this year though, because we have a Kiss tribute band, which is Love Gun. And they do a kiss alive too, the full thing. So they're going to do that. So Andy, we're going to do change with Andy. Andy's going to do like hard rock stuff and throw deep kiss tunes in between it, you know? So we're going to go more of the heavy stuff. So no radio crap you're going to hear. And you're not going to hear the same stuff you hear on the radio. So we're going to get, you know, a little bit heavier and deeper and stuff like that. And mix when do you hear kiss bit. on the radio? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Except for Monco radio, radio where music reminds me. What radio station <laughs> you listening to? <laughs> yeah, I got you. But you know what? But, but you know you know what I'm saying, you know. We also have uh, Mr. Uh, Joe Folio from Podcast Rock City. He's going to be there doing a podcast. Look, everybody should want to go just to meet Joe Polo from Podcast Rock City, the coolest guy on the planet. So you know if they're and if they're going to, I think going to be able to broadcast it live. They're going to go back from yeah. the your party to KGFRocks.com, right? 
Yeah, yeah, he's going to go live. He's going to do something. He's in, uh, I think he said he's going to have some uh, pins to give away, buttons, you know. Absolutely. You know? Right. Yeah, and uh, you know I always beg, you know, I, you know, you know, Matt to come down because Matt, I might not do this someday. Just you know, I keep saying, you know, like just like the history was, oh, it's going to end, it's going to end, but it doesn't end. But <laughs> no, I wish I could go. It'd be great. Yeah. Also, I have uh, we have uh, Steve Eric. He is a comedian. He he's been doing it for thirty years, and he's a huge Kiss fan. He was on the Chris Cruise last year. He was in the talent contest, but he had to grade it, you know, like G because his kids on on board, you know. <laughs> but this. This day, uh, uh, boys, boys and girls. So you know, if you got offended or something, man, he's all out. So he's going to be doing a, you know, a fifteen or twenty minute uh, thing at the party. So if you got uh, tender ears, then uh, you might want to <laughs> walk away for it in the bar. But you know, <laughs> so we're going to do that. So that's all cool. Uh, we also have Jake. I don't know if anybody knows Jake Johnson and the Killjoys. They are on the Kiss Cruise. Jake is a huge Kiss fan. He's been on the Kiss Cruise before. They're going to come out and say hello, say hang out, so, you know, give uh, you know some pics away and some goodies. I guess they're going to have some signed order, you know, CDs and stuff. So they're going to come out and hang out with us. And also, if you're in New Orleans the night before on the Friday the the third, Jake is actually going to play at the Howlin' Wolf in the Den Room. So if anybody's interested in that, he's actually going to they're going to actually going to do a full set in the in the Den Room. So if anybody's there, that's pretty cool. So and. Uh, now, here's one that nobody's seen, okay? Nobody's ever seen him come out on a KISS convention at an expo. This is the first time ever. Mr. James DeBello. And if you don't know who James DeBello is, he is Mr. Trip in Detroit Rock right. City. Right. And that's freaking awesome, man. He's a New England guy. He's a wicked nice guy. And he talks like he talks in the movie. He's, gr he's a great guy. <laughs> he wants to come and hang out with everybody. And added on top of that, uh, we got... Uh, uh, Jeez, the Kiss Limousine, right? We get Kiss Limousine is present. Uh, we have a special photo of uh, James DeBello slash Trip that we're giving away 600 of them. So that's why people might want to be there early. They're for free. You can get them, you get 600 of them. So it limit to 600. They're going to be special. They're going to have the date on it. So I, that's as much as we're going to tell you about that. We don't want to give the whole thing away and people make copies. So we're not going to sh show them. So. Anyways, we're going to have the 600 of them. They're for free. And if then you want to go up to uh, James DeBell, you know, it's like five bucks to have a signature. But that's up to you. You don't have to have it signed. But what the hell? Why not? Why wouldn't you, man? There you go. You know? Right. So, and then we have Miss Lydia Chris presented by Kiss Limousine. Wow. Again. That's Freaking great. awesome. Yep. And uh, Lydia will be there. She'll have some books. She'll have some extra stuff. So people want to have, you know, signature stuff and all that good stuff. Now, this is the... This is only the second time this gentleman's been. Well, and look, before you got to say, anybody that's got their extra, put, put some extra money in your pocket. If you don't have her book already, you have to get Lydia's book. It is one of the best Kiss books you're going to get. Right. Oh, and I made the suggestion last time buy, buy the online version so you can pinch into the pictures, you know, and really you can see all the stuff in the background, all the stuff on the, the table. The digital version, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. great. Yeah. You really can get, get the most out of the pictures. Yeah, and I'm not saying this just because she's come to the parties in the past and now. Her, like you said, Matt, her book is like off the hook. To me, man, it's still the best kiss-related book out there, period. You know? I, well, and really the fact that she had photos that we absolutely had not seen. You know, like, I mean, you figure so many photos, you go, okay, I've seen it, I've seen it, I've seen it. They were her personal photos, so, like, we never saw them until that book came out. That was what, I swear, I, I'll sit and just go through and just study the photos. And, and you know, really, like I said... 
Anybody, if you can, if you get the chance, if you don't have her book, you have to get it. I think it's LydiaChris.com. You can get it, too. But but it's cooler if you can get it from her at the big Superfan Andy party. Yeah, she, and she will, she will autograph whatever you want. She'll take pictures. You know, you just, you know, she's very cool about everything. And also, now this is only, I think, the second or third time that he's been out. And actually, if anybody didn't know that, I actually got him to come out of the woodworks. Yeah, I don't want to say woodworks, but he hadn't, you know, who's seen this person in, in a long time. But I actually got him to come out last year. And uh, we said talk to him. But And also, uh, Kiss Limousine presents Mr. Big John Hodge. Yeah. You know? I love oh, that picture. That's yeah. awesome, right? Big John was at the New York Kiss Expo, That's... and I actually got it to recreate that photo. I love it. Shout out to Tony Mann. He's writing a book with Big John, and he actually got him to do that photo nice. with me where he's hiding my face. That the best. That's part of history. I love yeah. it. I love that picture. Okay. I'm sure he'll yeah, do that a hundred times at your party. Oh, I think he's going to do it more than a hundred times. Plus, I think, actually, I think he, he actually will have that same photo of him and you know put his hand in front of Paul's face. I'm, I guarantee, I bet you, that's the photo that I've probably selling for like five bucks. I don't yeah. exactly know. But I think that's what he did at the Expo in New York, but I I, I don't doubt he'll do that. And if, if nobody knows, it's probably spread around that, that you know, that photo's really fake. It wasn't really the paparazzi. That was made up. But, you know, what that a was, treat to have him at your party. I mean, what a nice guy. When he was up at the New York Expo, uh, he was talking to everybody, and he's got so many stories, and it's like uh, the fact that he's now doing these Expos in your party, it's fantastic. Oh, he's awesome! But we gotta we gotta give a huge shout out to the Kiss Limousine because uh, they they like stepped up and beyond to help out. And uh, you know you can check them out www.kisslimousinelv.com. And it's just not just the Kiss Limousines they have in Vegas. If you've seen them in if you go if you if you go to Vegas, man, you got to take the Kiss Limousine to you know Kiss Mini Golf wherever you gotta go. <laughs> but they they do have more. They, it's like adventure tours, and they have a lot more tours than just the Kiss Limousine. So. You're gonna give a huge, huge, huge shout out to them nice. you know, for doing, for stepping up to the plate because you know, you know, every everybody helps and everything helps. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's fantastic. And, uh, yeah, and also uh, you might have seen them if you went to the event page that uh, we have the 600, this necklaces, the 600 total. So it's not like 600 a piece, but the 600 total. There's a necklace we have because we're in New Orleans. Nolans, or how you say, I just say Nola. And it's got the dial, and it's got the uh, love gun thing on it with the whole thing. And each one is 600 total, but so there's about 200, you know, 200, uh, 150 a piece or so. Um, uh, what do you call it? The necklaces, each color, the green, the blue, the red, you know what I mean? Yeah, sure. So, the kiss colors. So, yep, and they're all in it for free, too. We're giving them out free. But here's the catch if you come, you pick one. So if you're like Paul, you know, if you're like Gene, you're like, well, you guys. So there's going to be a lot of green left over. (laughs) Send me a green one. (laughs) uh, I won't say nothing. (laughs) So so, so anyways, you're going to have one. Because people say, oh, I want all the colors, all the sets. I'm like, come on, people, really? It's got the same picture on the front. So just let it go. You come up to the four of us, I think. I, you know, Kim's going to get one color. I'm going to get one color. Joe's going to get one color. And his wife, Patrice, is going to get one color. Just come up to us and say, hey, I'd like to get this color. And we're going to put it on you, or you're going to put it on you, and you're going to make it hang from you. So, and don't think that we're not going to remember who you are, because if we catch you with more than one, I'm going to go over there and ask you nicely once, can you please take it off so we can give it to somebody else? 
because we like to spread them as much as we can. <laughs> and if you don't, I'm going to rip it off. Oh. How's that? <laughs> nice. You know, we're nice, but come on. You, you know what I mean? You know, you could get a colored necklace any anywhere you want, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> So and, obviously uh, you have so much going on. I mean, give give that information again where everybody can uh, go to find out. We do want to talk to your friend Joe. I know he has an announcement too. Oh, he's got a couple of announcements. And also, I, I just want to say this last thing before I get the ticket thing again. If we got, uh, a couple of things. I want to thank you and all the podcasts and everybody. And if it wasn't for you people coming and doing this, this doesn't happen. I might start to set it up and enjoy. I got Joe to help me out and his wife and Kim. But if it wasn't for you people and the fans, this does not happen. If you guys don't buy the tickets, every year we say the same thing. If you guys don't buy the tickets and don't come, this does not happen. And I'm telling you, again, we don't make a dime off this. I just do this for the love of the band and have a great time, meet new people, meet the old friends, meet up from all over the world, and that's with that. But I got one more thing we're doing at the party, okay? Let's face it, man. There's been disasters and tragedies and stuff, and I've always tried to do something. We always try to give back. The Kiss Navy, the Kiss Cruises, you can call yourselves whatever you want, the Kiss Army, Kiss Navy, whatever. But we've always tried to do something really great. And I've actually hooked up with the la-spca.org, and that's their thing. And they do stuff for animals. And we're, we're wishing everybody, please, if you're coming to the party, bring something for an animal, dogs, cats, whatever. And uh, where is it? Where did I put it? Oh, here we go. So they're going to come and collect everything that night. I'm going to talk to them again. They're going to get a couple people to come over. And basically, when you come in the door, you know, if you've got something. And it doesn't have to be big. I mean, this, this, I'll give you the link for it, though. It's www.la-spca.org slash donate slash wish list. And you've got to look at the wish list. Sometimes they just not just toys and food and stuff. Sometimes they want pens, paper, uh, you know, batteries, anything, anything that has to do with you think about it for pets. And with that disaster, with the hurricanes that just came through through Texas and all that stuff, you know that those people are getting animals and they're trying to help us out. So let's give back like we do every year. And we're taking no money, absolutely. So if you try to give us cash. For the SPCA, you're just going to get it right back. We do not want any money. The end, okay, everybody? So we please, we're begging you, please, please, anybody, to bring something, you know, for the pets. So it's a great thing all around, you know what I mean? Well, it's a great thing all around what you're doing. Obviously, like you said, these kind of fan events, because we're all KISS fans, you do this kind of thing because you want to hang with cool KISS fans, have a good time. You're obviously all going to the party of the year, which is the cruise. But you're, you're pre-party, you know, pre like whether you're going to the cruise or not, to be in New Orleans, just go and hang out with all the cool KISS fans. It's going to be a blast. But like you said, if people don't support it, it's hard to keep these things going. So obviously, thanks for doing that, and thanks to everybody who's really put so much work into it. Yep, yep, and uh, like I said, uh, Joe, well, I, I don't know if I should say that now, but Joe will be on, and uh, he's going to give some more great, wicked awesome news about the gathering, too, coming up. Uh, I'm sorry if I blew it for you, but he's going to come on, he's going to tell you some wicked awesome stuff that's happening, and uh, I'm telling you, some things just keep changing and changing and moving, but uh, hopefully we have another brand new update next week or the week after, so... And as everybody knows, if you come to the parties, you never you never know who's going to show up, and you never know what could happen. So, well, again, awesome. Have a wicked I awesome time. Thanks, yeah. Superfan Andy. We're going to go to the song. Actually, today is the date, October 13th, 1982. The Creatures of the Night came out. 
And this song actually got the second most votes in the Kiss Room. We're going to hear the other one from the Kiss Room house band later. And we're going to get your friend Joe on the phone. Super fan Andy, thanks a million. Thanks a lot, guys. I love you guys. In thanks the a Kiss lot. Room on yeah. Monaco Radio, where music and minds meet.
That's right, Kiss Army. You're in the Kiss Room. We just talked to Superfan Andy, and now coming on the line should be Joe D'Angelo. Joe, you there? I am here. What's happening, guys? What's up, Fantastic. Jerry? How you been, man? Joe D'Angelo. What's up, brother? Let me How tell you, you, this guy is awesome. Not only is he a great guy, he's got a great wife. He has a tremendous Kiss collection. <laughs> he has a MacDap Kiss hearse. <laughs> he's won a Kiss Room contest. He has, I think, several signed bases from Gene, right? Actual axe bases. Joe, correct me if I'm wrong on any of this stuff, right? <laughs> no, nah, man, I'm letting you go, man. You're hitting, the, you're hitting the nail on the head. A couple years ago, I got an email from this guy named Jody Angel. He said, I can't believe you're going to be in Havana. And, uh, you know, I've never seen your band. Can you, can you hook us up with 30 seats? And, I, you know, of course I thought it was, he was kidding around with me. But he says, no, it's my anniversary. And... Uh, you know, we're going to have a real, we're going, we're going, I think they went to a restaurant right in New Hope, maybe probably Marshall Brown. Yeah. Yep. And they skipped over to Havana and made our show and, and literally made our debut show tremendous. They brought all their friends and we had a great time that I remember night. that. I was at that show. Yes, you were. I think that was when I had the powerful and attractive sign. And it's very, <laughs> it's so cool. You know, Joe's now involved with the Kiss Cruise. He's always been on the cruise. Uh, but, you know, take it away, Joe. Which is what I'm talking about, fun, right? <laughs> yeah, I got so much. That was actually my, uh, that, that was my wife and I's 20th anniversary. And when wow. we got married, we didn't, we didn't do the kiss thing at our wedding. We didn't play one song. Because, you know, I'm, I'm Guinea. My wife is Guinea. We had 300 Guineas in a room. You don't play kiss in front of 300 Guineas. So it just didn't work. But I guess, you know, you, you guys were talking to Andy about the uh, gathering. And I, I, I wanted to say, and I hope you don't mind me segueing right into it, um, we had originally, you know, Andy and I have been working. He's really, he's the guy. He's been doing this for years. I just kind of, you know, glommed on this year and started helping him out any way I could. And I had a chance to do the VIP going away party. And you guys may have seen something about that. Um, KidsForSale.com was going to do this big thing. We were going to have the casket there and have a meet and greet and have a VIP and the whole nine yards. And things just didn't work out. So I wanted to let people know that anyone who bought the VIP ticket, you will get reimbursed by Kiss for Sale. So don't worry about that. So, so is that your big announcement that it's not happening? <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's the small announcement. The... Um, the big announcement for the gathering, and, and you know, part of the VIP, the reason I segued into that is because the at that VIP party we were going to have the Dives play, which is you know Evan Stanley, as you know, Paul Stanley's son's sure. band, um, and they were supposed to play and do a meet and greet. And what wound up happening, of course, when this got canceled, we worked a deal out uh, with the club to get the Dives on our bill at the gathering. So the big announcement is the Dives will still be there. They are going to be doing a set and they're going to be doing a meet and greet for everybody in the room. It's going, to be really, it's going to be a lot of fun. Now, what's cool, and I know Andy mentioned this too, uh, Kiss Limousines, can't thank Donna enough. She's been so awesome. Um, they're sponsoring. You ever see like when you go on like a red carpet and you got like a big sign behind them and all the different logos and everybody's posing for the camera? Sure. We've got those types of backdrops set up with the event logo, which is like the, the band Love Gun, which is the Kiss tribute band playing that night it's their logo kind of twisted to fit us with the event and the kiss limo logo you know off and on off and on off and on all the way behind on a really cool red background so all the all the meet and greets that night will be able to take in a really cool kind of uh hollywood style atmosphere it'll be a lot of fun just let's hope there's no harvey weinstein kind of groping that's not allowed but you can pose with people and have a great time so it's gonna be a lot of fun good deal so i mean obviously that's 
what we're talking about is the gathering. You're all going to be in New Orleans. This is really a Kiss Cruise kind of pre-show, but it really it's anybody that's in that area wants to make it down there. It sounds like it's going to be a blast. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of music. There'll probably be a lot of, uh, a lot of drinking and a lot of fun because you're in New Orleans. Well, yeah, and speaking of the drinking, you know, when you're in New Orleans, you usually get a plastic cup, and you can take your drink and leave with it. Um, you just can't leave with the bottle that or glass that your drink comes in in the bar. So, you know, if you guys have been on the cruise, you know they have those Cabo cups. They come in the four colors of the band, and all those cruisers go berserk at 6 o'clock in the morning to get in line to get a, a bad day, you know, a bad drink in a, in a cup. But we love these things. They're so cool. So we decided we, we thanks again to Donna Kiss Limo, we're going to have a really cool commemorative cup at the event that you can get your drinks in. And, um, you know, decide, we decided to not compete with the cruise as far as the four colors, so we just did a cool black cup when it's going to have the, the event logo on one side and the Kiss Limousine logo on the other. It's a really good-looking good looking cup. I'm going to put some pictures up on Facebook now that we broke the announcement here nice. uh, about that. So You don't want to be left with those green cups. <laughs> right, right. I'm, I want one of the green cups. <laughs> or the green beads, right? <laughs> so, now, obviously, I think this is your first time in the Kiss Room. Just tell us, how did you become a Kiss fan? Obviously, you're a diehard Kiss fan. When did you discover them? How did you get into it? Um, I started getting into Kiss, I guess I was about 12 or 13, started playing guitar. So I hate to say this because it sounds awful, but they were one of the bands, them, ACDC, you know, some of the old paranoid like Sabbath that I could actually play early on. Um, so I got into them that way. And I was always a casual fan when I was younger until I met my wife. I was 18, she was 16, she was the most rabid Kiss fan I ever met in my life. And I told her, I said, I will get you to meet every member of KISS before I'm dead. And so far, <laughs> except for Eric Carr and Mark St. John and Vinny, he's the last one. We've met them all, and, you know, we've got pictures. In fact, we're, I'll tell you a quick story. I don't want to keep you guys long. We're up in uh, Massachusetts backstage, and we were, they, they were, you know, how they come out after they get showered after the show. Gene saw my wife, and he totally recognized her, and he walked right up to her, gave her a big hug, and says, go ahead, honey, you can grab it. And she grabbed the good handful of his butt and we got a great shot of it there's so. Gene Simmons in a bathrobe getting his butt uh, grabbed by my wife so it was a lot of fun that's nice. funny because normally it would be the opposite the opposite you know the, the <laughs> husband would be introducing the wife to kiss you know dragging them along <laughs> right right, right? It's a good story. Yeah, and, good story. And, and what's funny is there's a, a group called Kiss Fans by Association, which fits just that. A lot of women who are fans because of their husband. And they, they approached my wife, and they're like, would you like to be a member of the group? And she goes, no, but maybe my husband would. <laughs> <laughs> As an aside, uh, Matt. Joe is also a big ghost fan. Oh, there you go. Ah, Sounds good. Yeah. Hey, thanks for calling. <laughs> I've only seen him 16 times. I've got a few to go before I catch up to kids. So, All right, well, thanks for calling. Actually, I'm going to go to a song here because we are going to connect with the United Kingdom and talk to David Donnelly from the Venus Reaction. So, Joe, thanks for calling into the Kiss Room. Obviously, if you have any more updates between now and the time of your party, you can post them in the group and let us know. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate you having both Andy and I on. Thanks, Joe. Dude, say hi to Patrice. I'll do that. Take care, guys. See ya. Okay, so coming up now, we have the Venus reaction. Now, look, a lot of you last month that, that really enjoyed the Kiss Room Demos Project, I love when we get our talented Kiss fan friends to send us stuff. I got this song from David Donnelly. We're going to connect with him right after this. You're in the Kiss Room on Monco Radio, where music and minds meet. Yeah.
All right, now let's see if this works. David Donnelly, are you on the line? I am on the line. Fantastic. Look at that. Coming in through Skype. You know, like now normally we just talk to those guys on the phone. I hate using Skype in the studio because what I just found out was the Skype isn't working on the station computer, so it's actually running through my phone right now. So it's. uh... All right, okay. (laughs) I'm looking at a laptop. <laughs> there you go. Well, that sounded great. The song was great. So tell tell us. Obviously, the uh, the song, the band is the Venus Reaction, and that's crashing yeah. up. And tell tell us about it. Um, well, it's just you know I, I've spent the last ten years as a sort of session guy playing behind and and beside you know quite a, a, you know a lot of really cool artists and stuff. But uh, I always wrote my own stuff, and it was I kind of I kind of took the Kiss model. You know when they said about the band that you always wanted to see. Um, and when I sort of thought I want to do something of my own, I thought, well, who would I have in it? And so I sort of put out a wish list, as it were, for myself. And um, and I got everyone. I got everyone I wanted. Um, it's me on guitar. It's uh, the the rather uh, delicious Amy Conradine on vocals, and uh, Glenn Matlock from the Sex Pistols on bass, and uh, we've got the Darkness drummer um, Ed Graham um, on drums. Cool. And. So, you know, it's, it's kind of like an all-star lineup except me. <laughs> <laughs> now, we were, you were t- saying that now I want to take credit for this. This is the first international broadcast of the song. Yeah, I've tried to do, some, I've tried to do this single differently to... Because when you're in the industry, it can become a bit of a sort of like... A, I don't know, it's, it's, there's bits of it that aren't pleasant and what have you. And the machine, you know, you, you, you witness the machine... And I wanted to do it outside the machine. So the first thing I thought of was like, you know, podcasts rather than radio stations. I mean, I I could probably pull a few strings to get on the radio stations you're supposed to get on, but I don't want to. And that's the reason that's the reason why it's on a seven inch clear vinyl single as well. It's it's a seven inch clear vinyl single with a picture sleeve. Um, Inside, there is a download card with extra goodies on it and a a, a bonus track. But, um, you know, which you got to do these days. But I just love records, man. I really do, and I'm so excited to be on the Kiss Room. It's just mad. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, I, I'm so nervous. I, I've walked out in front. I've walked out in front of forty-five thousand people, and it hasn't bothered me at all at a festival or something. But this is absolutely terrifying. <laughs> no, look, this is the most fun. Now, obviously, that's the one thing I was going to say. Was obviously the, you know, when people are tuned in, the band is called the Venus Reaction, and, the, and they're thinking they're tuned into the Kiss Room. But I love the fact that Kiss fans that go on and do fun creative things so obviously tell us how you became a kiss fan and then how it influenced obviously the music that we're hearing now well basically my my introduction was quite odd really in terms of my first record and things like that i mean when i was 11 years old we we moved my family moved to a town called a city called norwich in uh, in england and uh, my mother said to me uh, you should go next door and see the the kid next door he's really into music so i went and sort of knocked on the door and he showed me his room and the first thing i saw was you know those massive posters that used to take up a ceiling you know, yeah. the, the, it was what it was like. The, the it was like an, a live photo, round about I'd say a '77 photo. Uh, you know, poster. Sorry, you know, massive poster. And I pointed at it and just said, "Who's that?" And um, he said, "Oh, it's Kiss." And he he pulled out a copy of Alive Two, and the picture was Gene on the front with the blood and everything. But the wit, and, and so I was blown away. He put that on, and, and that was it for me. But the funny thing is that this guy, he went on holiday very shortly after that to Canada, and he came back um, with what he thought was a new Kiss record, but he'd not seen just because he'd not seen it before. 
And he, he came round to mine and he said, you can have this. I don't like it. It doesn't sound very good. And so my very first Kiss record that I had was the Takes Tokyo 77 bootleg. Wow. Um, and then my sister went on holiday to America when I was about 12 and she came back and she bought, um, I know you're going to laugh at my pronunciation, but she brought back dynasty with her. Um, no, that's right. I that's we say say dynasty, yeah. right. That's what we say. Yeah. Well, I, I would have said dynasty, you see, but I thought, you know, <laughs> you'd, you'd, uh, yeah, you'd take the mick out of me. But, uh, so J. funnily R. enough, you know, dynasty was my first uh owned record you know like first proper kiss album and then from then on it was just every you've probably heard it a thousand times every christmas every birthday can i i want dressed to kill hot to hell hot than hell a live one and like your um your previous guest you know it was one of those things that because i try i tried to play everything drums bass guitar what have you which has done me all right career wise you know but um, I, I could play along, you know. There was there was nothing, not having a go at Peter, but, um, you know, there was nothing that Peter could do that I couldn't have a crack at, even at sort of, you know, 14, 15. And, um, you know, I could pick up the riffs and stuff. So, but it was just, Kiss are just, I know it's an obvious thing to say, but Kiss are just different from every other band in the world. You know, there's just there just isn't a comparison. And so... Um, you know, always trying to do something just slightly different. And so, in a weird way, I could connect it to my single, I guess, because I've just tried to do things a different way. No PR people, no management, no record pluggers, just me doing it, trying to get it to people who enjoy it, basically. Absolutely. Now, Jerry, you had a question? Uh, no, I, I, I didn't. Okay. I just, maybe, maybe you could do something for us that'll make us all feel much more comfortable. So you said you were nervous. Can you say, these go to 11? <laughs> please, please go to 11 <laughs> thank you see now we all feel better you know we were having a good time on Bobby's show at the st before the kiss room we were listening to some Black Sabbath and, and dancing around like it was Stonehenge it was great so. I played that whole too right it's, it's all theme act today I love it <laughs> I've never done that no, no, no bad stage sets in my career. <laughs> so now, talk about that. When's the first time you saw them live? And I, I know it was pretty early. Well, not not early as far as Kiss are concerned. Uh, my my first Kiss gig was the very first reunion shows. Oh, okay. um, in, in I saw them at Wembley um, on the re, on the first reunion tour. And I remember buying. I bought um, a copy of Kissery on the merch desk. And um, and it was it's it's I don't know whether it's a rare sort of thing, but it's it's signed by like kind of all of them plus uh, I think Bruce and I haven't looked at it for a long time, but the uh, the tracing paper bit seems to have about five signatures on yeah, it. Yeah, when so, that first uh, came out, you, when that first came out, you uh, had the option of of buying. Yeah, yeah, and then I saw the Finsbury Park, which was the very last gig of the tour, I believe, um, and then uh, Psycho Circus, and then a live thirty five at Wembley. Um, and this year, oh man, I, I basically I, I, do, I do a lot to just you know anything to sort of you know continue to not have a normal job. And uh, <laughs> so I, I, I'm a producer as well. And I was producing this Swiss band called Dax and Roxanne, and they've got the same PR company as Kiss and Guns and Roses. And um, and I, I got invited with like all access, and I could have met Paul Stanley the night before because the Dives played the Water Rats in London. And I, but I couldn't make it. I couldn't do it. I was just, I, I was gutted because the guy that's their PR guy said, you know, do you want, you know, do you want to come along? And he was looking after Gene. You know, that was his job for, while they were over here was to look after Gene. 
and Paul, you know, and, and uh, oh, I can't believe it. You know, when they played London just a few weeks ago, I, I could have been there. I could have had a night of my life, but I, I couldn't. So uh, there you go. Wow. <laughs> That's cool. a kissed opportunity. <laughs> I know, I know. And, but it's, you know, I was so obsessed when I was a kid. I mean, my, my dad, my dad was a jazz musician, you know, bless him, he's gone now, but uh, he, he was a jazz musician. And we went to this thing at Cleo Lane's house. Now, I don't know whether you know who Cleo Lane is, but she's a massive jazz artist. And she just happened to let it slip that uh, on a tour in America, when they come back to England, she she shared a private plane with Kiss. And, uh, you know, there's all these people around her, like, because they're big jazz fans and stuff. And I knew nothing about it at <laughs> all and stuff. And I was just constantly harassing her about Kiss. You know, what do they look like? And obviously, what a stupid question to ask. <laughs> they look like jokes. They look like four blokes, you know. I was going, yeah, but what did, they, did you get any pictures, you know? And uh, so that, that, that's, um, that my obsession is, is, is huge. And, um, and I, I honestly can't say anything, which is so frustrating. But um, last Saturday, I, I, no, last Sunday, I, um, I spent the day with Alan G. Parker. Really? Um, does, that name, does that name ring any bells so here? So did he tell you if we're ever going to see that movie or not? I said to him, I said, what can I say, Alan? What can I said, I'm, I'm going on the kiss room. What, what can I say? And he goes, you can say it exists. Wow. I can't say, yeah. I can't say any more than that, but I'd love to. I'd really love to, but I can't. But it Aliens exists. exist, too. <laughs> so obviously that's, you know, for anybody that doesn't know the name, obviously he produced You Wanted the Best, You Got the Best, or at least that was the working title of, the, of the documentary. And yeah, he's directed that movie, so obviously we've never seen it. And it doesn't. It does it appear? To, did he give you any idea? Do you think he's actually going to ever get it distributed? I I can't say anything, mate. Honestly, <laughs> uh, I, I, I I said to him, I said, "Can I say anything?" And he said, no, "He said you can say it exists." And that was the, that's the quote I've got for you, I'm afraid. But uh, maybe um, you know, maybe in, a, in in the future, I'll come back on and say a lot more. It is nice to know that it does exist. I know they shot a ton of footage for it. You know, we've talked to, to a couple different people, even here on the Kiss Room, that had, you know, little bits and pieces about it. But, yeah, I would love to just see it. So Yeah, I mean, I, I've basically been, you know, alongside Alan along the journey of this, uh, of this film. And, uh, you know, I, obviously we were hoping it, was, it would come out, uh, you know, straight after they'd shot it and stuff because um you know i was fairly sure i'd get a free ticket and a premiere you know <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh so that would be good but um yeah I, I i honestly can't say any more but uh you know rest easy <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic now and, obviously um, I, mean, I was gonna say real quick i mean obviously what like when you think about for kiss what are your favorite songs who do you gravitate to well, I, I, to me, it's uh, "I Stole Your Love" is always my favourite song. I think, but I do like I like weird deep cuts, like sort of "Ladies Room," "Take Me," "Mr. Speed," that sort of thing. You know, um, I do like the dirty. This is when whenever there's the this stupid argument about you know Ace and Tommy and all this sort of stuff. It's just I like the dirty rock and roll bands, and that's Peter, Ace, Gene, and and Paul. And I totally understand that we've got this cool, you know, this this band that plays perfectly every night these days you know and all that sort of stuff with the guitars and you know eric singer on drums amazing i met eric singer um top fella and I've, you know i i still love kiss and i love the current kiss but um for me it's the fact that with ace you just never knew what was going to happen anything <laughs> it could fall to bits at any minute and uh you know sometimes peter chris would do a fill on the drums that almost didn't make it you know i just love that and that's why 
you know, like I say, I've got I've got Glenn from the Sex Pistols on my um, on my single, and the weird thing is, I've had at least four friends who their two favourite f- bands have been the Sex Pistols and Kiss, and I wonder whether it's I wonder whether that's a because they're bands that both annoy people, <laughs> uh, or and you know, there's this they're a bit sort of like you know you love them or hate them type sort of thing, um, and the other thing is is just that uh, you know they they had that chaos type side to them you know because of all with kiss it was the running around and all that sort of stuff with the pistols it was because you know they they would just you know they were still learning their instruments pretty much when, <laughs> right. they, when they start playing you know um but yeah glenn's told me lots of you know fantastic stories about uh, about about them and uh, but i've had stories from there's a peter chris story that i i really want to tell but i I know we're on uh, Montco Radio. Tell so me I've the clean version. <laughs> yeah, forgive it clean. But I was on tour with a band about three years ago, and I'm not going to say who it is, and I'm not going to say what the person is, because I don't want him to get into trouble. But he basically was asked to go and play bass on um, on a swing album that, that uh, Peter Chris was putting together. <laughs> and he went, to oh, Pete, he went to Peter Chris's house, and apparently he's perfectly welcoming and everything was going okay they were sort of having a little you know sorting things out but every time that peter would go off to the kitchen or go upstairs he's got he's got gold discs and all sorts of memorabilia on the wall and every time he would walk past a picture of gene or paul he would stand in front of it and just scream obscenities and various things about various things various things relating to what religion they may be and um, things that they should do with their mothers um, it, unbelievable absolutely and it just he said it just really weirded him out that he'd be perfectly okay and then he'd just go and get something and, and halfway up the stairs he'd just stop and shout shout something <laughs> <at> <laughs> of, uh, <laughs> I mean I love him you've got to love him haven't you you know still tormented <laughs> after all these years you know especially after you read his book I mean his book he I'm, I'm always hoping that he's in a better place than he was when he wrote that book which he seemed very angry and when we saw him yeah. in New York this summer, he was great. Like, he, and every time I met him in the last bunch of years, he's always so nice, and he's it's he's so welcoming when you see him, and he's always yeah. you know with a hug and a handshake. And I hope you guys are good. And like the one year I met him was around Thanksgiving, so he's it was after Thanksgiving, so he's wishing everybody a Merry Christmas. And when we saw him in New York this summer, you know the big thing obviously is all about you know get yourself checked out for you know men's cancer, yeah. and, and yeah, it couldn't totally, have yeah. been nicer. But, you know, you read the book and, you, and you know, he has such anger. And then to hear a story like that, you say, you know, it's, you know, obviously, look, there's only so many, you know, laps around the track and, and we're probably getting close to the end. We've been saying that for 20 years. But, you know, it's. Yeah. Uh, Since the reunion, well, I mean, he can afford better meds, I've met too. Lo- I've, met, <laughs> I've met a lot of people in my in my sort of career that, that, like, you just think, why aren't you happy with what you're doing? Because, I mean, everything I've done, I've just been so chuffed. I mean, last year I, w- I was working on an album um, that was being produced by Tony Visconti, you know, Bowie's producer. Yeah, yeah, baby. And, and I was sat in the booth with my guitar on my lap, and, you know, Tony's talking to you, you know, and he's going, right, Dave, okay, we're going to... We're going to do it like this, Dave, you know, and all this sort of stuff. And I'm just thinking that's the voice that Bowie heard. That's the voice Mark Boland, Thin Lizzy, you know, amazing, you know. And every time I, I never get sick of it, you right. know, it's, it's, I never get sick of it. And, uh, and I, I have met people where I just think, oh, come on, you could be working in a 
I don't know, a, a, a bank or something. I mean, not, there's nothing wrong with working in a bank. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, you know, running up the down escalator for your entire life. You know, you just sort of think to yourself, just just be happy. Yeah. You know, and uh, and the thing is, you know, again, so, sorry, I keep going back to this because the... the um, the, the sort of pistols and uh, and kiss connection. I always think of Gene Simmons like Johnny Rotten, because uh, yeah, I've been in a room with Johnny Rotten many many times, and I've never felt the need to go over and talk to him because he can just change like the you know like the wind. And I always think that Gene's Gene's become a bit like similar to that sort of weird uncle that comes to a family gathering, but you sort of <laughs> you tolerate him because he was nice to you when you were younger, but you really wish he'd just not say anything. <laughs> That's interesting. You know so, what I mean? Bobby wanted hey, to say something. Hey, Dave, this is yeah. so you're working with Glenn now. Eight years ago, I was at Abbey Road. I was doing a couple of things there, and I was there with Earl Slick. And, oh, good uh, man, Earl. Yeah, man. I'm really close with Slicky, and uh, Slick's out with Bernard Fowler now and doing a Station Station tour. But um, yeah. two years ago, I was in Edinburgh, and Slick and uh, Glenn. We're doing the Fringe Festival, so I mean, how long have you been doing stuff with uh, Mr. Matlock? Um, well, funny enough, it, it was 2002. At the end of 2002, I did some guitar for him, and we were going to get there was going to be a band, me, Glenn, Chris Musto, and maybe another uh, second guitarist. I'm not sure. We had a few rehearsals, and then um, there was a Glastonbury thing, and then and then Glenn gave me a ring and just said, he, he, you know. He, he, he was going to do something different or whatever, but we stayed friends and we kept in, cu- in touch. And then you sort of fast forward to 2010, and uh, and he had uh, the drummer he had at the time was Javier from the Stereophonics. I don't know whether do you know the Stereophonics yeah. in in USA? Yeah. And so Javier was playing, but his diary was getting really really full. And there was a tour of Canada came up, and uh, Javier couldn't do it. And so um, Glenn asked me, could I do it? And uh, and I said, yeah, of course I could. And um, and and and, I, and basically, Javier, uh, I think well, after the Canadian tour, Javier came back for a couple of gigs. But he, he you know, the stereophonics kept pinching him, you know. Um, and eventually, I just became the drummer for Glenn Matlock and the Philistines, and we did, you know, European dates, and we just, you know, and that was um, so for six years. I've been sort of in and out of Glenn's projects, and uh, you know, Glenn likes to mix it up and change it over and things like that, and. Um, you know, there's the Philistines has always been a sort of a band where the lineup changes quite a bit, but it, it it hasn't changed for the last six years. But Glenn's doing something different at the moment, and um, like you said, he's got um, he's got an album coming out at some point with Earl Slick himself and Slim Jim Phantom, yeah. Stray Cat, and that's great. I mean, that that is a trio, I tell you. Um, that's that that's going to be a good one, and um, yeah, I mean, Glenn's always just doing different stuff. I, I personally think, you know, the he's the most punk of them all really despite the fact that he's the least punk of them all if you know what i mean but he's punk in the fact that he just continues to do exactly what he wants to do and, what it's all uh, about, man. well that's sorry great... say that. oh go ahead sorry no no it's you just cut out for a moment say it's, what were you saying oh, uh, sorry no. it's a skype it's coming through my phone yeah no no I, I, this is you know, this is just great. But, you know, and it's so funny, just all the connections musically, and then it all leads back to the whole Kiss thing. 
And a map yeah. work. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, there was, uh, there was an album, uh, I did an album a couple of years ago with uh, under the name Atlantic Machine, and that was basically Jim Lowe's project. Jim Lowe is the guy that, he's a Grammy-nominated producer. He's done the last three number one Stereophonics albums. And he asked me to do the drums on uh, his Atlantic Machine album. And we did this festival in England, and uh, Earl Slick was there. And uh, Earl said that, you know, can I, you know, I'll come and join you for a song. I'll come and, why don't I get up and join you for a song? And, uh, and we literally sat in Jim's car, played him the MP3. Earl just sat there with his guitar, just playing along to it. And he said, yep, yeah, I got it. He like literally, <laughs> he literally heard the song twice. You know, and then he came on at the end, and I have got footage of it, and I, I mean to put it up. I, I must put it up on YouTube at some point. But uh, yeah, that was a cracking night. You know, just just to just to play with El Slick, and uh, you think, I mean, he was Lennon's last guitarist, you know. And Bowie's, uh, yeah. Uh, I played oh, at the yeah, Cavern yeah. Club with uh, he and Mark Hudson, who's a good friend of ours. Uh, Producer, oh, yeah. Cut out. Did we lose him? Hello? No, no. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm still here. Yeah. Cool. So You see, I'm, I'm, I'm English, you see. I, I, I can't butt in. It's not allowed. <laughs> oh, not, it's not uh, proper. Uh, it's not proper. But no, I mean, you know, when I was, when I was talking to Matt, um, uh, you know, or, or sort of exchanging um, messages with Matt and stuff, you know, the stuff I, like I say, I'm never... Um, I'm never not blown away by the stuff that I've, I've, I've done, you know, playing with Woody Woodmansey from uh, Spiders of Mars. As well, um, yeah. doing that, doing 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 stuff with uh, Lisa Ronson, who Mick Mick Ronson's daughter. Um, it's I mean it's it's great, it's great. There's there's not not any sort of aspect of music I don't like. My fear is that it's all going to end at some point, you know. No. Uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, like I say, <clears throat> this single that I've that you heard uh, you heard a track of and what have you. I'm, I'm obviously very excited about that because it's kind of. It's it's me, you know. When you're playing behind someone like Glenn Matlock, or you're playing behind Willie Nile, or you know, some whoever it might be, you know, you always know what your place is and stuff. And so this single is kind of, although it's got, um, you know, sort of Amy and Ed and uh, did, did the Darkness were quite big in America, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. they were. Yeah, did they, yeah. Because I remember Ed on tour sort of ringing me from various places like the Kodak Theater in Los Angeles and. Uh, you know, sort of Irving Plaza and stuff, which is quite, they're quite decent venues, aren't they, selling them out. Um, but because, it, despite it having them on, it was basically, you know, that was my, my dream band. So uh, it's, it's, you know, it's an exciting time to have this out. And uh, I, just, I just hope it reaches the people that like it, you know. Well, you just reached about a lot of people via the Kiss Room here on Monaco Radio. Is there anything else you want to say to everybody that's listening all around the planet right now? Oh well, I wouldn't mind um, letting them know where they can buy it. <laughs> Absolutely, very cool. Um, well, I mean, first, first things first. Facebook, obviously, there is a Venus reaction, the Venus reaction Facebook. So just put that in, and uh, you'll see that the profile picture is the painting, which is on the front of the sleeve, and um, and it's available from www.burningshed.com. Excellent. And uh, Burning Shed deal with uh, a lot of uh, a lot of sort of rock artists and stuff, and uh, they're quite they're quite into prog actually. They they deal with all the King Crimson stuff and Porcupine Tree and all that sort of malarkey, um, as well as you know as well as new wave bands and what have you. But yeah, Burning Shed is what is one place, and www.themerchdesk.com. 
So uh, either of those you can get the single from. And it, it is, like your guy was saying about the necklaces thing, you know, it, <laughs> it is 500 worldwide. That's all there is. And uh, and I want it to be special, so I'm not going to repress it. It's not going to be, you know, the clear vinyl, picture, you know, seven-inch single. It's 500 and then it's gone. And uh, there's, there's one place that's already sold out. So uh, without wanting to sort of jam it at people, if you do want one, I'd, I'd get on it. So, uh, but yeah, like the Facebook page, have a look at the videos and stuff. It's, um, it's a band that's not a band. It's like a, it's like a sort of fantasy band that I made up and, uh, but it's real, you know? That's fantastic. And we thank you for sharing that. Obviously we're talking to David Donnelly. The band is called the Venus reaction. You heard the song. Now you can go out and get it. Obviously you can get the signal. He just talked about It's limited edition. Kiss fans love that. And we're always happy to talk to other kiss fans and especially about the work or the art. And Jerry just killed my mic. Anytime you don't touch that button that we all like to talk <laughs> about their, uh, all of their uh, things that we're doing. And we really appreciate you taking the time to call in. Well, I'm just absolutely delighted to be on the Kiss Room because I listen every month. I'm a big fan of, uh, you know, most of the podcasts, the, the Science Theatre guys, Pod of Thunder, yeah. you know, all those guys. But I always tune into the Kiss Room because it's like, it's it's like having just a, if you haven't got a party, just put the Kiss Room on and you go out to the party. It's a party. You know, that's that's how I feel. You know, when I play it, I, you know, the lights go down. You know, I light a couple of candles and uh, stick it through the stereo and enjoy all of you uh, talking about you know my favorite band so uh yeah good luck to you all and uh, thank you very much thank and, uh, you i hope i'll be on again I'll, I'll come on again anytime you like fantastic well thank you david donnelly for calling in we really appreciate it yeah speaking of a party oh, we do oh, have a party coming oh, oh, up matt, we matt, have the kiss room house band. yes yeah matt just one more thing i, I just gotta say hi to candy you know yeah. you, our mutual <laughs> friend candy because uh, without Candy, I wouldn't have um, I wouldn't have actually discovered I don't think half the things that I did, you know. And, uh, and she's been a, she's been a friend of mine, uh, you know, for a while. And so, hi, Candy. And uh, if it wasn't for you, I probably wouldn't be yapping to these guys. And it's been brilliant. It's been brilliant. Woo. Well, thank you very much. We're going to reset top of the hour. We're going to talk to you again soon, and we're going to hear from the Kiss Room housemate and talk about a party we got it coming right up here in the Kiss Room on Marco Radio, where music and minds meet. not allowed to smoke in the kiss room you wanted the best and you got it the hottest man in the land matt porter That's right, Kiss Army. You wanted the best. You got the best. It's the second hour. Man, the first hour flew by. I want to thank David Donnelly for just calling in all the way from the UK. It's prime time in the UK. It's Friday the 13th here in the Kiss Room. Uh, I want to thank superfan Andy and Joe D'Angelo called in to talk Kiss and talk about their cruise party that's coming up. It's going to be a blast. Uh, One thing before we go any further, I do want to send a ton of shout-outs. Um, people that shared the link for me. Joseph Belly is listening out on the deck with his feet out. Uh, Hadman, I think he's the winner right now. 
Steve Javorski, our savior from the bridge in Pittsburgh. He's listening out in Pittsburgh. When we when he saw us in Nashville, you know, saved us when we were going across the bridge. Sean Cullen's listening and laughing right now because he knows that too. Thanks, Steve. Kalen Provo and John Dennehy, I want to give them a shout out. They shared the link to the Kiss Room in a ton of groups, groups, Facebook groups that I don't even know of. And I know they shared them too. It was fantastic. And I do appreciate you getting the word out. We have people listening all over the planet. Javier Boaster, Mikhail Burel, Candy Burton, obviously, thanks. Like you said, uh, David Donnelly uh, was said he hooked up really from the Kiss Room via talking to Candy. So we appreciate that, Candy. David Cathy, Sean Cullen, Allison Ballack, Billy Davis from Unmasked, got an announcement about them. David Donnelly shared the link, and we just talked to him. Appreciate that. Chris Giordano, Christina Green, Chris Hartman from Almost Human, Joe Laskin, Tony Mann up in New York City, Britton Mitchell from Kiss Cosplay, John Phillips, Kenneth Roy, Chris Simcoe, Mike Simcoe, Arnie Slater, Joey Smith, Kathy Smith from the Kiss You Facebook group, Brian Speck, Fred Valise, Steve Yakin, Jerry Geloff from Bad Cop, Bad Cop, Bad Cop. That's Jerry. You know, obviously, you know him very well, Jerry Geloff. Hey, we've done some songs. If you ever hear uh, Jerry Lee Watkins on the Bad Cop, Bad Cop podcast, Chris Ann Colvin, Greg Johnson, Dottie Jones, Dottie, we hope you feel better. Eileen Pompey, Diana Zagel, who's listening. Your husband just got in here to the Kiss Room. Brent Zayas, we want to shout out to him. Uh, he, we just heard him on Podcast Rock City this week. It was a great episode. And shout out to a birthday, Avalon October Bell, turning nine and has already seen Kiss twice. So that's a good way to start your life. Jason Gallinger from Kiss Jakara uh, always shares the link for us. We got Peter Arquette and the KissAsylum.com is the best site if you're going to go see that. Thanks to them. Eric and Judy Wisniewski from the Electric Crush. They they always talk about it. You got to tune into their show Tuesday nights on WMCK. They do a song called the or a, a show called the Electric Crush, and it's fantastic music. It's also on the TuneIn app. A lot of you listen to the Kiss Room on the TuneIn app, so you could listen to them as well every Tuesday. Chris Goff from Kiss po- Kiss World Podcast created some really cool graphics for me. Steve Wright from Potter Than Hell Podcast. You can't miss it because he shared his link about 7,000 times today. Eric Miller and Craig Smith from Pods and Sods shared the link. And obviously, Eric had a great interview with Gene Simmons about the vault. If you haven't heard it, you've got to listen. Joe Polo and Jody Havnot from Podcast Rock City. I listen to them at least twice a week. Those guys are the best. Totally holding it down, uh, doing their thing at, you know, live and on a podcast. I love it. Christine Carlson-Wolf, the Christine the Button Queen. Gary Schaller and Ken Mills from the podcast. Anthony Porter and the lovely Amy Porter all shared the link, and I know a lot of you did too. Now, so hey, look, we got that going on. I got a couple announcements I have to make. Now, look, if you're listening to me right now, today's Friday the 13th, but you could go tomorrow, Three Chord Money. You've heard them in the Kiss Room before. They're playing at Mutt Strut in, uh, in the morning, and then at Walsh's in the afternoon. You could listen to that. See, there's some headphone feedback there. Gene Simmons' band, obviously, is in Tokyo and Argentina and Mexico. And I'll tell you, they were fun because they were sharing a lot of the band. Like Phil was putting a lot of videos up live of them going there. Uh, that was fun to watch. Uh, shout out to the guys in Rock the Nation. If you, uh, you've you heard Rock the Nation on the show before, Saturday, October 21st, Rock the Nation will be at Tavern. It's called Tavern on Ridge, which is 6080 Ridge Avenue in Roxborough. You can find them at rockthenationtribute.com or on the Facebook, which is Rock the Nation PA. 
Put this on your calendar. There's going to be a special kiss room on Friday, October 27th from 3 to 5. It's going to be, and I know I'm just announcing it for the first time. We are cooking up some cool things for that. It's going to be a Halloween weekend kickoff. We're probably going to have some real special guests on that episode, which I will have more details for. Put that on your calendar. Uh, November 4th, obviously, we talked to Superfan Andy and Joe about their Kiss uh, Kiss Cruise. But if you're not going on the cruise and you're up in the Long Island area, you can go to see Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park on the big screen at the Cinema Arts Center in Huntington, Long Island. Our friend Billy Davis from Unmasked, he's called in before and we hung out with him at the New York Expo. Unmasked is a Kiss cover band. They do acoustic. They're going to play at 9 o'clock. Then they're going to have the movie, Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park. Then they're going to have trivia contests and costume contest and you know obviously it's after halloween but you can keep halloween going because we love halloween more than anything else so we got that going on put that on your on your date uh november 3rd put this on your date if you're in the area trump tavern you can see the uh, debut of the stage five clinger band and obviously you're gonna want to come out to that i think you know those guys jim we're laughing november 4th we talked about the gathering we talked with uh you know super fan andy and joe Kiss Cruise, obviously. Look, if you're going on the Kiss Cruise, it's going to be the most fun. Tag me in your pictures. It's going to be good. And then uh, I have a big announcement to make for the Kiss Room. Is Saturday, December 2nd, we're going to do a live Kiss Room from the Sherman Theater in Stroudsburg along with a live 75. And that's kind of, this is like the first I've announced that they, they're just part putting the dates out for it. And they have a lot planned. And next month in November, when we're back in the Kiss Room, we're going to talk to Anthony from Alive 75. Uh, they're going to roll out some new costumes, things like that. I'm not going to really tell you much about it because we're going to talk about it when we talk with Anthony. But if you haven't seen Alive 75, you're going to want to. You're going to want to come to the Sherman Theater on Saturday, December 2nd. You can hang out with all of us. We're going to try and do 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. a live Kiss Room from the lobby. So when you're walking in the door, you can talk to us and have the most fun ever. And then you get to see a live 75. And what would be cooler than that? So it's uh, it's their last show of the year. It's a good way to kind of wrap up the year for that. And uh, so, man, I just gave you so many things to write down. You can go back and listen. You can have the most fun ever. And obviously, that's what we're talking about here in the Kiss Room. And really, what we're going to do next is we're going to queue up the Kiss Room house band. Yeah. But before we do that... Let's see, what if we, how about if we go to this? We're going to, obviously everybody's talking about this. This is everybody's favorite thing. For just $50,000, Gene Simmons will come to your house and deliver your copy of the Gene Simmons Vault. Hello, I'm Gene Simmons from the rock group KISS. It's a nice place you have here. Gene will deliver your copy of The Vault and then hang out for two full hours. Uh, say, do you have anything in the fridge? Maybe some ice cream or chocolate cake? Gene will do whatever you want. No, no, no. Now listen, I have the remote and we're watching this movie. Is, this, is there any popcorn? It's like he's part of the family. I'm sorry this movie's so long. Oh wait, I remember the butler did it. Aww. What? Oh, I'm sorry. It's just you and the demon. Gene, is everything all right in there? Yes, uh, everything is fine. But you may need a plunger and a mop. You will rock and roll all night and party every day. You know, I don't understand what's keeping them. They, they should be back here any minute now. I swear they said they'd come back to pick me up in two hours. I'll try to call them again. Oh, I'm low on minutes. Can I use your phone? Do you have a guest bedroom that I can sleep in by any chance? 
It's just you and the demon. You don't get any of the good channels, do you? Order your Gene Simmons Vault home experience today! That's right, the Gene Simmons Vault experience. I'll be coming to your house. Just think if it costs $50,000 to get me to your house, how much you'd pay to get rid of me. Chamber music. A little chamber music. Well, that would be nice, but uh, where are the musicians? Locked up in that little chamber. <laughs> but I can summon them. Oh, they make such very soothing, quiet dinner music. You love them. We call them. Kiss. Oh, not unless you brush your fangs. <laughs> okay, boys, play something a little peaceful for Mr. Lynn. Saturday night, nine o'clock, radio's the only light. 
with the bullet. Is that like when they say a blast from the past or a golden oldie? No, you're a blast from the past <laughs> and you're a golden oldie <laughs> and they're number one with a bullet. At least their new record is. It's called Beth. Send us out to my wife. October 21st is our anniversary and her name is Beth. Wow. Yeah! I've always wanted to meet Kiss. Hi, fellas. 
Well, that's what I've always wanted. Four kisses on the first date. <laughs> <laughs> well, your good friend sure has a weird sense of humor. Does your mother know what you're doing? Monica, do you have introduced me to your friends? Oh, forgive me. This is Ace, this is Jean, this is Peter, and this is Paul. Oh, I love a good religious group. <laughs> I can take one look at you four, and I can tell you how you got your name and how you got your act. You had a fight, and your mother's told you to kiss and make up. <laughs> and your makeup is something else. How long does it take you to put it on? We don't wear makeup. Why don't you push the down button on your elevator shoes? You know, I have to ask you a favor. Do you think you can find it yourself to go me one more wish? Now, you've been so very good so far, I'll have to say no. Oh, rats. Rats! Anyone who's a friend of rats is a friend of mine. What's your wish? a girl. I wish Kiss would do one more song for us. Immediately, if not sooner.
shoot. Steve yeah. Campagnos, yeah. hopefully recovering fast. He should have been singing that song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not me. oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, one more, right? <clears throat> Halloween themed here, right? Yeah. Creatures. Yep. Let me do it. Uh, you don't no have to whisper. There's yeah. only microphones all there. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> creatures. <laughs>
That's right. Now, of course, you know, as far as October releases, that comes off of uh, Hot in the Shade, released October 17th, 1989. You can get ready for that. Let me fade that out because we have somebody on the line with us. We should have our powerful and attractive friend from New York City. Tony Mann, are you there? Hey, Kiss Room, Matt Porter. How y'all doing? Yeah. What's up, buddy? What's up, Tony? Now, All look, right. the Kiss Room house band totally bringing it. Obviously, that was fantastic. We have Fran Galanti. Obviously, Fran Galanti, Jerry Lee Watkins, Victor Cardone. It's your first time ever in the Kiss Room. Fantastic. And Jim Zagel, nice to see you. you guys. Worked up a sweat. That was a tough. That was a tough group of songs, right? Nicely done. So, thanks, guys. And Tony, how are you? I'm great. How's everybody there? Happy Halloween! Oh, happy Halloween! Happy now, look, Halloween! We we started off the show talking about with uh, Superfan Andy and Joe D'Angelo all about the uh, their Kiss Cruise. It's the gathering. It's their pre-party. It's happening in New Orleans. And one of the special guests at their party is Big John Hart, which I know you're working with Big John on the book. So you want to tell us about that? Yeah, um, I am working with Big John on his book, and I was lucky enough to be with him there at the Kiss Expo recently. And I started interviewing people right then and there, Chris Lent and some of the other people who were guests there. And um, Big John is going on the Kiss Cruise, and he's also going to be at the Atlanta Festival with uh, uh, Expo with Vinnie Vincent. Right. Which I believe is on uh, Paul Stanley's birthday and a uh, member of the Kiss Room's birthday, too. Is that, That's so true. It's Chris Giordano's birthday, Paul Stanley's birthday, and it's Vinnie Vincent's return to the scene. So, Yeah, so I'm starting to interview, like, Anybody and everybody who's worked with KISS. And Big John was uh, head of security for KISS uh, from 75 till Preachers of the Night when they went to Brazil. And he left from Brazil directly to go work for Iron Maiden. Uh, So I'm going to be speaking with people from Iron Maiden. He also worked with Prince, Billy Idol, a number of bands. So it's really been interesting. He's a great guy. Um, We've been picking out some rare photos and talking to everybody. And... um, possibility you know it's very likely that i'm going to be speaking with uh paul stanley very soon and i'd like to put it out to the kiss room um you know maybe 10 questions i might ask paul stanley regarding big john you know what like what would you like to know from paul stanley Wow, that's fantastic. So So everybody listening, obviously, you're going to, you could post those. Maybe if you want to start a thread in the Kiss Room Facebook group that everybody can reply to, you know, that you can kind of find it all and you can see what other people are asking. I think it would be interesting. I mean, obviously, he's got a million stories about Kiss, but, you know, when you think about it, I think one thing that I think would be interesting to ask Paul was so much of Kiss was based on the mystique and, you know, really how hard was it to kind of keep that mystique? And, and obviously we know a lot of the different details, the magazines kind of sure. bought into it and they, and they sure. purposely didn't run the pictures. And then obviously that ties in with big John and the whole idea of keeping, you know, the hand in front of the face and things like that. It really is uh, you know, it's kind of fascinating. Yeah, it is very interesting part of their career. And that a lot of, you know, fans that are, there's a lot of new Kiss fans that just started loving Kiss this year, and they're not maybe even aware of this part of Kiss's career, but us veteran Kiss fans, we know, you know, the whole history of the Mystique, and they weren't seen without their makeup in public, and that added a lot to their becoming basically superheroes to us, you know, larger than life. So Big John is a larger than life guy, too, so it all kind of runs together. And uh, he basically worked with them up until, you know, like I said, Creatures of the Night. So after that, they took off their makeup. So, you know, that part was gone. So, he, you know, he was there till the end of that, basically. You know, and um, 
Big John has a lot of different points of view about this stuff uh, because he's been around so many famous people. And, you know, you could never try to pull this type of thing off today. Everybody's got a, everyone has a, a camera in their phone. You know, it'd be, be impossible to even keep it up for a week, maybe. <laughs> Ten minutes and the gimmick would be blown. <laughs> yeah, and like you said, a lot of these publications had photos of Kiss without makeup back then, but they knew that they could sell more magazines with the Mystique than just sell that one magazine with their photo and that's it. Right. So uh, it all, everybody worked together on that in a way. And Bill, Bill Bacoin had a lot to do with that. Absolutely. And Sean Delane. All right. Jerry has a question for you. I had, no, I had an unreleased picture of Kiss when my father bodyguarded them in the 70s. Wow. Uh, wow. It was like all four of them just standing together. It might have been at a magazine shoot because one of well, them was, the was holding the cream, one of them was magazine holding a magazine. One, right? I only, you know, I, I vaguely remember I kept it wrapped in saran wrap for years, and it and it disappeared with wow. you know in a couple of moves. But yeah, I actually had a picture of them. Probably it was probably 1977 or 78. Well, because that's that's the remember. most famous mm-hmm. shoot, that Cream Magazine shoot, and you figure that's yeah. where the gimmick could have died instantly because it was one sure. of the first shoots that they'd I, done. I think, I think this picture actually may have been published in a newspaper. Wow, as right. well, and and quickly. Shuffled off the shelves, but I, you know, because it was on a newspaper, it wasn't yeah, like there a, was some in a newspaper in Scandinavia. In yeah, it wasn't like an eight by ten that you would take or right. something at the time. It was an actual clipping from a newspaper, and it was it was dead accurate. It was the it was Kiss. You know, mm. there was no question. Yeah, someone mind. caught him coming off a plane in an early in an early era um, up in uh, Scandinavia, and that did get in the paper. But it kind of just like died away. Today, it would have got spiraled around and been gone viral. So the media has changed so much that it's just uh, the world has changed so much. Um, you were playing the Paul in Halloween special clips, and I remember watching that. Yeah, and that aired. Too, yeah. I, I was staying. I was at Disney. I was at Disney World in Florida, and so it was Halloween. So you got to ride the go in the haunted mansion for free. So I went in the haunted mansion about twenty times, <laughs> and uh, then I went to the hotel room and watched that. You know, watched that episode and. Uh, you know, you had to watch it because that was it. And, uh, you know, you could record it with an audio tape and listen to the sound of it, but we didn't have video cameras yeah. and all that stuff. You know what? I think that's, I was thrilled that they would actually put those songs together for today. House Room, House, Kiss Room, House Band, obviously. Round of applause to you. That Amazing. was great. Because I think to everybody that's a certain age, that really was a defining moment. Now, you watch that Paul and Halloween oh, yeah. special now, and it's so cheesy. I can still smell the popcorn we made for it. <laughs> right. We were right. so excited. Yeah. We were so excited. And I, I really do, I do think that was probably the first time I remember seeing them walk around. Like, you know, and even though it's all yeah. like staged and, you know, we don't wear makeup, but it, it was really like, like, I remember being blown away by it. And now you watch it and you got to sit through, you know, I'm going to be an off road trucker, pinky trucker dare. Yeah, Florence Henderson singing and everything. Yeah. But, um, you know, Big John was there, and he was also at the Tom Snyder uh, taping, and he was at a lot of these events. So he, he, even if it wasn't for a show, he was, like, um, escorting them to and from the studio. He was there during Destroyer recording. He was there, you know, you think of him as a bodyguard at the show, but he was, like, their guy. Bring him around and make sure they get from point A to point B with nothing going on, and... He does have a real calming thing about him where he can diffuse a situation, and that's a good thing they always counted on him for. You know, they didn't want trouble. They didn't want to fight. There's always someone bigger with a gun, whatever. You know, it, they were making this uh, security guard stuff, you know, making it up as they went along. Like, the only people that really had this stuff at the time was Elvis and people like that. 
that had a big entourage of security. But as Kiss grew and got more famous, no, the security got more famous, and he was he was uh, the boss of some of these other guys, you know. So um, it's kind of uh, he was there during the whole evolution of them from when they got famous to super famous. And uh, so it's going it's to be an interesting book. I'm really excited to get into it with John and all these other people, and it's a it's a thrill and honor to be able to to write this book. It's going to be great. So yeah, I'll, I'll make a post, and it would be great to have some input from everybody. And um, hey, yeah, if your if your uh, if your dad was a bodyguard from Kiss, I might even want to talk to him. Because, yeah, well, he's you know, no, he's no longer with us. But uh, I'm sorry what, to hear what he that. did was what you were saying in the second half. He was sort of the executive protection they when kiss would come into a city yeah they they would travel with their personal security to make sure they got to the right places in the city you know like absolutely and, and they uh, would hire they also, cops and, and they'd yeah. hire martial artists and everything yeah. and they and they you know kept security of the of their gear and their trailers and stuff while they were absolutely yeah absolutely Very by the way I, I don't know how much you had to do with it but i love the lost rockers book i thought it was yeah just, oh thanks an Thanks. excellent I lot, read. I have a lot to do with it. And <laughs> you, you know, what was great about that was being able to just to now go to the internet and find all of those artists. Some of them are on my streaming channels too, and it's really great. It music. was cool. Yeah, it was great to see. Um, you know, uh, Rick from the Brats, um, Rick Rivets from the Brats and the Dolls at uh, the recent expo because he was talking about the early days when Kiss opened for them. Yeah, that's been you cool. Know, the first show in Manhattan, they opened for the Brats in Wayne County. Yeah, it was a great so, book. Um, thanks a lot. No yeah, problem. I appreciate Love it. it. Looking forward to yeah. the John Hart book. Thank you. And the New York Rock book is really cool. I was a contributing editor on that, and we did a whole section on Kiss with interviews from some of the guys and from the people around them, like Lydia and other people that worked and were around them. And the guys in the Brats, the Planets, all the bands that opened for Kiss are all in their teenage lust, all this stuff. So, you know, I was at the, I was actually at the Academy of Music show uh, the first show they got their sign, the Kiss sign, was the New Year's Eve before the album came out, before the first album came out. So I've been a fan a long time, and it's a real thrill to be able to work with people from that organization. It's really nice. And to dig through those photos that Bob Gruen had that you showed me at the Kiss Expo in New York. Incredible. Yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> I, I got to look through every single Bob Gruen photo of Kiss. Wow. And let me tell you, there's a lot of them, and it was amazing. That's awesome. Well, Tony, thanks awesome. a million for calling in. we got to wrap it up because there's a show coming Thank on at 5 o'clock. I appreciate it. Have a happy Halloween, yeah, pal. Tony. Happy Halloween. Right, See, you, buddy. Yeah. See you, pal. All right. Take care. All right. Bye. Okay, we're going to wrap it up because now we're going to pretty much there's a show called Baroque College Kids that comes on next. So uh, they're going to come in next. Can I, I mean, say hang, something? Yeah, go ahead. Go right around. Let's all talk. I just I need to talk about the Atlanta Expo and Vinnie Vincent and that thing. <laughs> I just need to, I need to say my piece. If Vinnie Vincent shows up to this Atlanta Expo now, I am not saying that I'm good on the guys. I'm. I'm so happy if they land Vinnie Vincent, but if this happens, he must be the dumbest guy that ever lived. He must not realize what his value is as a star. He could be reaching out to major production companies to get major money. They, that somebody would back him on a tour at this point, on a nice small tour. He doesn't have a Facebook page, a web page. No, but this is the kickoff of that. I'm hoping think about that. You would think, though, if you're in the marketing business and you're you're behind a, an artist, a PR firm, would have this stuff months prior, ready to go. I think by. they're going with the 
Jaws, don't show the shark till you're there kind of marketing. You know what I, I mean? I because so. I think, you know, like really, I think half the attraction is people just want to see how he looks. You know, and there's been so many rumors for 20 years. What does he look like? And obviously, everybody knows the rumors. You know, what's he going to look like when he appears? I Chrissy think they're, they're being right. Well, they're being smart because Caitlin they Jenner. they want to keep that surprise for themselves. They want that to be the pop, you know. And I like to think that it really would be the kickoff of if this goes well. And and look, there's people who you know, you better get a guarantee on your flight and blah blah blah. He's going to be there. It's going to be I great. Hope so. And like I said, if it happens, those guys are brilliant. You it's going to be mean? great. They landed a big fish. It's you know, huge. He, there's, he could do that. The New York Expo, L.A. You know, I mean, like. There could be a much bigger rollout for Vinnie Vincent, is all I'm saying. Well, I would guess. We'll see. That's the thing. First of all, Atlanta hasn't had an expo in a long time. So that's big news in itself. You're going to have a certain part of the world. People are flying in. I know Nils is coming all the way from like Oslo, Norway, or something. I mean, yeah. there's people coming from all over the planet. There's definitely a buzz. If I had a lot of money, boy, I'd totally be there. It's going to be great. But, you know, I think I'll just watch it on YouTube. But, the uh, you know, it's going to be fantastic. And I have a feeling if it's successful, we're going to see probably another one in New York and another one in L.A. And he'll he'll make the rounds because, so. you know, I, I think it it's going to be great. So it's still the line from, like, Bruce, he's kind of like Hugh Hefner, man. I mean, uh, you know, Howard Hughes, nobody's ever seen him. It's like... Where'd he go? Part, I mean, think of that. He actually has a mistake Or like you right have now. there, too. Yeah, you know? he's, but that, and that's what I'm saying. But he's got, he's got to have some money coming in. He's had, he's had songwriting credits, production credits. He's got to have some money coming in. I mean, it's like, not a lot of money, They make man. him out to be like this destitute guy who lives in the street somewhere, you know? You know, he's managed to keep under the radar, and I think that's what he wants. Like, I really think that he yeah. seems like he doesn't want to be bothered with necessarily talking about what he did 35 years ago. Well, then why is he doing it now, though? Exactly. It's a lot, it? a lot of money. You can what make do you a, mean? He'll make a boatload of money for coming signing an autograph. Who wouldn't like that? If anybody wants, if they, somebody wants to buy me a slice of pizza, I'll sign an autograph for you right now. But the, uh, you know, it's like, uh, I think that's what it comes down to. The guys who are putting the expo together have come up with a number that works for him. And they're going to do well because that expo, I mean, we wouldn't be talking about it otherwise. I mean, it would, you know, really everybody else has done the conventions, the fact is it's going to be huge because it's his first appearance in so long. You know, it's like, uh, and look, Joe Polo is going to do Podcast Rock City live from that expo. It's going to be a blast. Obviously, we're going to listen to that. There's uh, there's a lot coming. I, I always think of it like this. I mean, think of how much fun you can have in 2017 as a Kiss fan. You know, I mean, that's 2018, so it's going to be a blast. So I'm, I'm, I am like really think it's going to be great. Stool sample. <laughs> DNA and stool sample. Vinny, please pee in this cup. <laughs> oh, Here's $500 for your autograph. Please pee in the cup. <laughs> you know, it's, you never know. So it's... Uh... Like, like Robert Fleshman, right? Who is... He's going to be there. Right, but, but you didn't hear anything about, you know, any kind of chit-chat with him as, like, whether or not, like, maybe the band's going to get back together or there's going to be some other music, like... There just didn't seem to be enough signs in the air that Vinny was out there and ready to launch. It just seems like think, there would I be more professional people. In Like, say, who's our friend who does the radio show? You mentioned him earlier. Um, the one that everybody likes or dislikes. Eddie, Eddie Trunk. Eddie Trunk. Eddie right. Trunk. Like, he could reach out to an Eddie Trunk and have a national audience in a second, you know? Like, yeah, but if you go... probably land a record go, deal but that's on a, that. But the thing, if you go on Eddie Trunk show, you're not making a boatload of money. I'm sure that at this expo, he's making a boatload of money, right? <laughs> yeah, and like, maybe, and maybe you're right. So maybe it's like, all about so the dollars. You know, the people that have put together this expo realize they have landed the attraction. 
and they're gonna they're gonna cash in. They're gonna make the money. So I hope good they took on that. A loan to you know. I mean, I hope it's a good amount. That's all I'm saying. Feeny deserves it. He's a, the guy's an awesome songwriter, an excellent guitar player, an integral part of the Kiss history. He deserves a, a proper unveiling. You know what I mean? I think it's gonna be a blast. I hope so. All right. On that happy note, anybody else? Let's go around and just wrap it up because I know we're out of time. There's going to be someone coming in next. We'll talk more about that next time. Yes. Obviously, like I said, we're going to do a special bonus kiss room the end of the month, three to five. You can come back for that. Stay tuned to the Facebook page for details. Jim, how are you? Good, man. How you doing? I'm fantastic. Halloween special, man. I'm, uh, I'll be watching that this weekend with my uh, granddaughter and my <laughs> wife. My beautiful wife, Die. Yeah, it's always a blast. We listen, to, we watch it all the time. I usually keep it on loop in my garage. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Them corny, uh, the shit in the middle. But um, yeah, my uh, band Stone Merchant, uh, the drummer just had knee surgery. Get well soon, Ant. But uh, like us on Facebook. We got a gig coming up in uh, December after he uh, heals. So that's about it. Excellent. Happy Excellent. Halloween and happy Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah. yeah! Uh, well, thanks for having me, guys. Hey, great job, man. Thanks, bro. Thank thanks, man. Um, yeah, I'm with Jerry and, and Fran here with Revolution Radio. I know we already mentioned the, uh, you know, the gig coming up on November 18th, I believe it is. Um, and Green Day, it's, it's, uh, they're, they're a great band. I mean, I don't know what to... Uh, you know, they've come from. I've been listening to them since Dookie. Dookie was my first album. Um, but yeah, come check us out. We're, uh, we're practicing for a little while now. I think we should have our <laughs> stuff together. Well, you guys Thank you sounded much, great. Man. Thank you. All right, I, I was probably we were talking about earlier, like uh, in the beginning of uh, Harem, a song, you're trying to figure out who it is. And I was trying to think of a word like stump the trunk, and I just figured it out. Perplex the porter. <laughs> I mean, we have to start, start a new thing. And I, I just figured out a um, question for Tony. Who's the roadie who went to get the Polaroid film after Gene ran out? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Good one. And uh, I was, October is, is such a great time to be a KISS fan. I just got that. <laughs> and uh, my birthday's on Halloween, and it's like Woo! this time of... Uh, yeah. Thank Happy you. birthday, folks. Thank you. This, this time of year, I, you know, packages come in the mail from Amazon. Marcy's like, what's that? I was like, that's my birthday present. The next day, what's that? That's another birthday present. <laughs> so she doesn't have to do any shopping for me. I do <laughs> But, uh, yeah, that, that uh, Lynn Goldsmith book is awesome. Just got it yesterday. Looks fantastic. Exactly. So I think that's it for me. Kiss Room House Band, thanks a million. Woo! Tearing it up today. Fantastic. <laughs> Bobby, I'll give you the last word. Yeah, man. Thank you again, Matt, for two years of harem, getting on three. Uh, three years of the Kiss Room with you. But, uh, yeah, Linda Carter tomorrow night. Hanging yeah, out with the Wonder Woman. Woo! Disney at the end of the month. And we all know what that means. Mickey holding up the Where's Matt Porter sign. <laughs> it's awfully goofy. Ah, that's funny. All right, friends, you know what? We're going to wrap it up because we're out of time. There's a show coming in here. Stay tuned to Monaco Radio. Obviously, look, you can listen to Monaco Radio all the time. It streams 24-7. There's more than just the Kiss Room. There's tons of new things that you can listen to. I'm really glad that you'd all tune in. Tune in again, for, like I said, for a special Kiss Room coming up the end of the month here, 3 to 5. We're going to talk about that. i got some big surprises for that. I'm going to turn it over to Ken Mills, as we always do with the last word. We love KISS podcasts, and here's some of the ones that we listen to. You're in the KISS room on Mako Radio, where music and minds meet. Check out these ads from the following shows. We are proud to call them the friends of the PodKISS Network. We are one. We're a scene, man. Please, please, please.
That's right, Kiss Army. We're having a rock and roll party, and you are invited. Tune into the Strange Ways Kiss Podcast and hang out with your Kiss Army brothers, Jody Havnock, Clinton Harris, and D Rock. Join us where we celebrate and discuss the gods of thunder. That's Strange Ways Kiss Podcast. You can find us on Facebook or Podomatic.com. We'll see you there. Podcast Rock City. What's up, everybody? This is Joe from Podcast Rock City, where every week, me and my crew will bring you the Kiss News of the Week. Look at us as kind of a Kiss version of Meet the Press, your source for Kiss News every week. We're on iTunes, Podomatic, Twitter, and Facebook. All right, Kiss Army. Since 2007... You've been getting podcast, the Kiss Audio fanzine for your ears. That's right, it's your podcast. Every month, the podcast crew, along with the Kiss Room, brings you Kiss Talk like no one else, whether it be roundtables, interviews with the band past and present, analysis, and great Kiss fun. Hi, this is Ace Frehley, and you're listening to Podkiss. Hi, this is Bruce Kulick, and you're listening to Podkiss. The Podkiss. The Kiss Audio fanzine for your ears. Kistery Science Theater. The most civilized? Yeah. Oh, f***. <laughs> oh, f***. <laughs> Come on. Respectful. Just imagine Gene with, like like a, with like a wash tub base. Boom, 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 boom. And serious. No, wait. Excuse me, Bob. You're going to come over and do my album. <laughs> Kiss Podcast on the web. History Science Theater. We bust balls because we can. Hey, everybody. I'm Aaron. And I'm Chris. And we're from the Decibel Geek Podcast. And if you love this... You'll love us. That's right. Brand new episode every single Monday. You can find us on iTunes and at decibelgeek.com. And the best thing is, it's rock and roll, and it's always free. Hey, I'm Dr. F***. And I'm the Ayatollah of Alcohola. And we are from the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. If you want to check out some crazy, uncensored, unbiased, totally nuts reviews of classic hard rock and heavy metal albums, Check us out. You can get us on Podbean and iTunes. New episodes every Sunday. How do I get a backstage pass? Yeah, you're listening to Harold. Grab your hairspray and your sister's makeup and try to fit in those spandex again. Join me, Bobby Dreyer, along with Matt Porter, every second Friday of each month from 1 to 3, right before the Kiss Room, on Marco Radio, where music and minds meet. <laughs> One hell of an audience tonight. Why don't you give yourselves a round of applause? I'll tell you something. You know, a lot of bands like to brag about their fans. Now, naturally, you better believe we brag about you, but we want you to know something. We want you to know 
We know that you are our fans, but don't you ever forget, we are your fans! We love you! Thank you for listening to The Kiss Room. Stay tuned to Montco Radio. Any last-minute crazy things you want to say to conform with expectations? No, but I will say something to anybody out there that's, you know, the weird guy or the weird girl that always has the weird things that they do that their friends put them down for. Don't think it's so weird. Maybe someday somebody will let you give you the chance to make a living out of it. You just stick to it. You'd be weird. Ah, it's such a nice day. I'm happy to be outside. Ah, what is that smell? It's my neighbor's stinky cigar. Why are you smoking that stinky cigar? I like my stinky cigar. Yeah. You know smoking is bad and I don't want to smell it. Yeah, I guess you're right. Smoking is a highly addictive habit that can easily become a lifelong addiction and can cause long-term health problems for you and those around you. And it stinks. Stop smoking.